there's there's hours and hours of recorded just brain droppings that exist that the, oh my uh, goodness do you remember how arduous that was going through and go what are we going to pick oh yeah well what are we going to pick for the for the outtakes well what i all i remember doing was once i we, we would re just record all afternoon while we were rehearsing and then if somebody did something funny then i would make a little note on a piece of paper that said you know uh, funny, funny, funny. <laughs> Jay, this, whatever. Yeah! What's up, everybody? It's Joe and Tony. Tony's trying to fuss with his computer over here. I'm having a little issue. <laughs> We'll, we'll work out these issues, and then we'll get into our conversation. We have a really good episode for you today. We got the boys from Bunk, this album that I am holding in my hand. It's from 2006. Uh, our friends Jay, Joe, and Dave are the three guys who made this album. It sounds kind of like Rush. It sounds kind of like, what else we mentioned? Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. It's got, it's got some pop punk. Pop, power pop vibes to it. It's it's a it's a pretty timeless. It still sounds good today. It's 15 years ago, but it still sounds great. And we're here to celebrate Pi Day, and we're also here to celebrate the 15th anniversary of this album with our good friends Dave, Joe, and Jay. And this is part one. We're going to do a part two of this conversation. So if you have any thoughts or questions or comments or uh, pictures of these guys playing. Go ahead and send them to us. Here's the graphic covering our faces right now. BTPpod at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail or a text, whatever you want. 608-728-7763. It's kind of like a PBS marathon we're doing right now. We're talking about pie. We're talking about bump. You know, we're just talking about all kinds of stuff. So anything else you want to add to this conversation about your friends and, and bump or pie or whatever? They're just talented musicians, and I keep looking at it and thinking yeah. about the pie. It's like, okay, yeah, we tell we're we're getting we dig into stories with them about uh, like song by song. We're we're thinking about all the lyrics and the music that went into this. They have a few tracks we didn't even get to on this because we were spending so much time talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about the history of of how this came about. There's a lot of good stories here, so thanks for watching. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Go ahead and like our Facebook page or subscribe to our, our YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. We'd appreciate it. We're going to have more conversations with these guys coming up in the future. So look out for that. And like I said, look for the graphic and ways you can contribute and share your memories and thoughts about these guys or questions or anything you got. 608-728-7763 or btppod at gmail.com. So here they come. It's Bunk. How's it going, everybody? Our friend Dave's helping us with some visual aid here. We got the jelly roll. Bump anniversary. Jelly roll. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Clap shot. Seeing raw dog. Take, take on, on me. me. Take on A little me. Take on me. Spielberg, director. Spielbergo. 
Joshua Virgo, and then Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, you know, the cameraman. I'm the cameraman, Chad. (laughs) This is the Beside the Point podcast. No, that should have been Gary Davis Jr. (laughs) Sammy Davis the third, or yeah. Yeah, it's just sort of like completely not. (laughs) That was his Gary Davis Jr. (laughs) We can't control ourselves. We're not going to ever. It's not going to be serious. Yeah, be, you're gonna. What it oh, is? Hopefully, you're gonna have some. So good, gonna, what it is, man? Yeah. So it is what it is. This is the beside the point podcast. We're talking with. We got Dave Benziger, Joe Rocha, and Jay Rocha. Three, the holy triumvirate of of a, an album that was made 15 years ago. Bump. The band was called Bump. The album was called Bump. What else was called Bump? Is anything? Uh, where, where did this? Where did the? Let's start with the where the title and the the cover up the pole in the pie with bump. <laughs> where did the, where did the uh, idea for bump come from? Where was like obviously it's a oh, sign that you see in the construction zone, but you know what? You know what? I mean, you Anybody asked all remember? three of us. You're probably going to get three different answers. Three right. different answers. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, least, but whoever wants to go first, go first. Go ahead, Dave. Well, because I'm trying to remember like who. Who came? Who like threw the bump name first? Because the project, the, ty- the the project itself was in 2004. I had um, befriended uh, guitar hero uh, Carl Verheyen, who is the producer of the CD. And you know, uh, because I just fell in love with his guitar playing, I emailed him directly and I said, "Could I ever send you some of my, you know, my guitar playing? I'd love to get your your thoughts." And he was super kind and said, I really love the stuff, but, you know, you really should, you know, dump the, 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 the drum machine stuff and actually, you know, have a full-blown recording. And if you like, you know, why don't you come out to L.A. and, um, you know, we can book time at a studio. I can get you, you know, some, you know, some of the pro players I know to back up. And we can, you know, excuse me, uh, create this, uh, you know, a, a better platform for you to, to, to play on. And I said, well, that'd be great. I said, but my, my goal for all my albums was just to try to find the opportunity to become like a touring musician. And Joe and Jay and I had been going to the NAMM show uh, a number of times to try to just, you know, say, Hey, we play, we'd like to get gigs. And so I basically said to Carl, I said, would it be cool if maybe my buddies and I did this as a full-blown project, three of us, so it would be all live, and we could all use the CD as a way to say, you know, to, as promo. And he said, sure, let, let's let's make it happen. And so at that point, it was just, okay, then I'll start writing some tunes and we'll figure something out. But it was also that aspect of we had really only been, um, hey, there's the man. Uh, the guy. <laughs> we, you know, we had only been doing our own thing, but you know, we were. Jeez, did we? No, we. We one, were... one thing. One thing before we get further with, yeah, absolutely correct. I'm, I'm totally what 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 Dave is saying, but I want to add to like the history was we were, the three of us were getting together every Sunday for mm-hmm. years. For years, whether we had anything in the books or anything, it was just, you know, 11 o'clock, Dave's Sunday, two, three hours, just running tunes, just running tunes, running tunes. And Uh, famous. 
Right. Run oh, yeah, out yeah, famous. Yeah. Dragging it oh, out of the TV. We have to, <laughs> the original. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We have to add, too, like, uh, we had a couple of different members in the band, too. So it was kind of, yeah. yep. we were always, yeah, we were always, like, playing and, like, people would come in and out. And, um, but at the core, it was, it was us three. And then, uh, so we were playing forever, forever, forever. And then that's where Dave says, you know, he contacted Carl and all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to make sure that, um, we had, we had that, that, uh, um, what do you say, habit going. So oh, just yeah. like, yeah, just playing and playing and playing and playing. And then, uh, so shoot, then what? Go ahead, Dave, from there. Oh, um, and then that's when Carl was like, just, that sounds like a great idea because then it's a win-win for everybody. You know, we could do the project together, but we'd have something that could be, that could benefit each one of us individually. If we're at a NAMM show and somebody's looking for a drummer and it's like, I got the guy, here's the CD that, you know, we made and so on and so forth. Um, and then as far as everything falling into place, uh, Carl was like, well, you know, I'll find a studio for us to, to record at. And he goes, you know, I, and he, when we, I was on the phone with him, he had said, well, we got this place, this place. He goes, but I really love, you know, Sunset Sound. And when he said that, I'm like, uh, <laughs> and he goes, well, you know, maybe would you like to go there? And I said, hey. so we're talking Sunset Sound, like Van Halen. Can you Halen. find anywhere nicer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Halen, The Doors, um, you know, Prince. <laughs> Dave, Dave Grohl did a documentary about that place, right? With the was well, that the soundboard that was in there? That was, or that was the that was Music City. That was Music City. Yeah. Music, yeah. Sound City. Sound, Sound City. City. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're the Chinese yeah. Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> but Muscle Jones. Uh, no. So, uh, you know, when Carl said that, I said, "Well, yeah, I think that would be even, you know, even if everything sucks." we would get to go to record yeah. at a studio that Van Halen recorded the yeah. Roth albums at. And so the whole thing was just like, okay, let's do that. And, you know, Carl took care of booking the, the, the week. We all planned it. Uh, you know, uh, geez, you now I'll, I'll throw it over to Joe because they drove. I only brought, uh, this guitar and that guitar. You and I, you and I flew. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. You and I flew. You and, you and I flew. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then he drove cross country like a maniac because mm-hmm. <laughs> he actually had my drums in his pickup. Right. Yeah, I was I uh, was the cartridge company. Yeah. <laughs> well, unbeknownst to me, and and I don't know if this was like uh, bad communication or, but I didn't know that Carl had a drummer in line to work with me. Um. <laughs> It was a buddy of his coming, and he was going to bring all of the shit. And don't you remember I, the day that yeah. we got to the studio? He was like, "Are you are you sure your your brother's bringing that his your kit?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I completely forgot about that. He's like, "Well, I had my buddy on board to to bring all, and I forget the guy's name right at the moment, but um, I didn't know that, so that could have been an option. But either way, it was still coming. I got to record with my '95." Uh, 1995 Premier Signias, mm-hmm. right? So, but um, uh, and I wanted to add too, as as the band historian, may I add? Um, there's, there's, that's there's why we have you part, on. There's Thank another you. part that that goes with the playing that we got together every Sunday. Uh, Dave had the tunes written; uh, they were all sketched out. And essentially, what we would do every time we would get together, we would run the album. Mm-hmm. You know. Run it, run it, run it. If there's yeah. any tweaks, make some tweaks. 
And so essentially we were so rehearsed with it that once we got to the week at sunset, yeah. I recorded drums in two days, mm-hmm. maybe a day and a half. Day and a half. Yeah, more day and a half, yeah. Sure. And and then and then the guys had the rest of the time to do their BS. <laughs> you, can go, you can go walk down Sunset Boulevard and yeah, and then these guys can do what they're No, you know, and, yeah. and, and actually, you know what? That was that that's my one of my favorite call stories is I, I had finished recording my, my drum parts. Everything was uh, uh stacked away. There was a couch in front of the control booth that right. was inset into the ground. So I I snuck into there and I just like just laid out and then I hear go. I hear Carl talking and he's like, Oh, and he's looking around and he's like, Where'd Jay go? Is he going out looking at the sites or something? Yeah. And I turn around and I he didn't even Talk see me. Head. I was like, I don't know, Carl, why don't you just ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I totally like I totally like sprung it on like whoops. But um <laughs> No, to go back, I, I digress. Uh to go back, we were so rehearsed with the material yeah. that the the thing that we ran out of time to do was the vocals. Yeah, we got so, one done. We got another girl, another planet, right? Yeah, one two, and uh, so we we did all of that, brought it back home. The guys found a place to record the vocals, and then so then they they did that, and that it, it was actually a process. Was it that microphone? Yeah, that microphone. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it, it didn't have the the black ball on it. Yeah. Shing. Hey, it's naked. <laughs> this is a family show. Well, yeah, that back but, we, but essentially, let's let's talk about the fact that we had we had uh, studio number four, right? No, studio two. Studio two. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we had studio two, which was the Prince Studio. Purple yeah, rain. The, the wallflowers and all that stuff. So so just to, to let people know, I mean, how how cool it was. I mean, we had a 12-hour lockout. Mm-hmm. So, Or did we have 24-hour lockout for the I week? I think it was 12. And, and I'm so sorry, but when the weeks flew by, I have all the paperwork in storage. I wanted to find the, the uh, office box where I could literally pull <laughs> out track sheets, what amps we used, everything, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Well, well, we'll get have... we'll get to that. I love when when it came time for Dave to record his guitar parts. Oh, let me goodness. tell you, you you hear about those rock star stories and these cats that like have all these things at their disposal. Um, what what I experienced? Now let's just jump to Dave's recording of his guitars. Okay, so <laughs> so then the day comes, and I think I think um, I think you had Wednesday to like Friday. You had like three days or something like that. Yeah. So, so, uh, bass and drums are done. Now, Carl knows, okay, it's Dave time. Carl's like, uh, he has his cartage people empty out his storage place, empty it out, all of his amps, all of his guitars. The entire studio was full of Carl Verheyen product. And then what's, and then Dave's just like, that one? and then okay so then so then but then to watch him like record all these layer of guitars okay so like the very first one that i remember was the marshall cap yep in the live room (laughs) you could not stand you couldn't stand no stand in the same room yeah they they turned it you couldn't even stand by the door 
No. no. <laughs> when no. Carl plugged in, when we plugged in, Carl's like, "Don't play. Keep everything off." He went to the settings. Don't play. Left the room. Closed the door. Now play. And it was just like, oh, of course, yeah. it wasn't this, it, this nice clean little. Oh. It was. <laughs> and then after I shat myself, I thought this is going to be fun. <laughs> but it was it was just really neat. I mean, this guy who is. What's going on? Oh, there it is. There's oh, man, you are on a, it. This is A Studio. That's A. Just for, yeah. just for it, reference, it, it might be one or two. I'm not sure which studio it is, but it's at, it's at that location. Yep. I that looks like it. Sunset yeah. Sound. It looks familiar. But you know what? I think that's actually one because two yeah. had that, that uh, area in between the glass and the board. Right, that was right. like a lounge area. And I and because I'm on like the 15th computer tower since all this happened, um, somewhere buried, I have just great photos, and I just haven't had no time to, to do that. Oh, which reminds me, Joe, yes. do, do you and Les have video of, jeez, uh, I think you dubbed almost everything, I, and I still have the videos to dig out too, um, of when Carl and I were cutting the acoustic guitars i thought I, or even i know that we guitar. have we have something somewhere there were there was some footage of that right and but like you it's like it's locked away somewhere it's like exactly. i have i have my drum tracking recorded on eight millimeter somewhere right. somewhere yeah I, and I've got and, some of it too. Because the only yeah. thing I don't have on mine was Leslie came in while Carl and I were playing, and she's like, I think she even said, "Do you mind if?" I, I'm like, "I'm playing with Carl Verheyen. Please record or take pictures of everything." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was literally like you know, like playing with Jordan, you know, and yeah, right. and actually not you know getting hit in the face with the ball, you know. But yeah, no elbows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But what, what, remember what got cut out? I forget what tune it was at the end of it where he picked up the acoustic. And oh, it was going yeah. on, going on, going on, and going on. And then he goes and he starts vocalizing. Nah, 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 nah. That got yeah. cut out of the uh, <laughs> Yeah, we have, it, we have it somewhere. It's right. somewhere. We have a copy of it somewhere. You have to find that stuff and, and dig it out and try to put it on some kind of... <laughs> it's on the remastered. External, yeah. <laughs> well, and here, <laughs> put it and on the repressing re of it. And even if not that, here's the cool thing is whatever we can dig up, you post that on Bandcamp and yep. just, you know, say, hey, here's a little bonus. You buy the CD, we'll give you a little bonus little track here. Yep. And then people say, well, there's like three bonus tracks on the thing already. It's like, no, but yeah. this is another bonus track. <laughs> even better. <laughs> even better. Yeah, there's three bonuses. <laughs> so, wait, what else? Uh, oh, well, to, to just know that um, Carl could just like you know snap his fingers and have everything at Dave's disposal it was pretty cool. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, it was very neat to experience. Um, what else? Uh, oh, we we were working right next door simultaneously to the Dixie Chicks. Yes. Okay. So wait, if this okay, was like oh five, yeah. home they were doing home. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were probably in Studio One, and then you guys were in two, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. No, they weren't in one. Because no. remember, we got the tour of one, and nobody was in it. Nobody was in it. That's yeah, right. that was that was the one. Uh, that was the Zeppelin. The, the, that was the, the main room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was the first one. The two so, three. Yeah. I remember being in the courtyard with the basketball net. Uh, it was just a net. It wasn't an actual basketball court. It was just there was just basketball <laughs> net on the ground there. Just laying uh, there, the ground, up. Yeah. <laughs> but I was on the phone. <laughs> 
and talking, talking, talking. And then one of the Dixie chicks walks right in front of me, and I'm just going. And she just gives that nod, like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm almost like you're you're no you're not as weird as you probably are because yeah. you're at least in this building. You're in here on this yeah. complex. You're allowed to be in the building. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you have at least have some sort of thing. And yeah. Just, and if you're not geeking out and going, like, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, this that guy's professionally here to." Yeah. Mike, Joe, What's did that? you see what he was doing to that pie? That, yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then after she walked by, I'm like, "Our record's better than your record." <laughs> yeah. And then they yeah, get a well, cramp and then another another name droppy type of thing is I'm trying to think of like who was actually in the studio before we got into it. And do you remember who was? No. Uh-uh. Yellow card. Really? Oh, wow. Yellow I card. Yeah. Forgot. They were record. I think they were recording that Sunset Avenue jam debacle. Yeah, Ocean, Ocean Avenue, whatever. Ocean like Avenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. debacle. So, <laughs> so that was pretty cool, you know. Um, Wait, Dave, Dave, tell the story about the uh, the Bantar, the Nighty Night Bantar. Oh, very much so. <laughs> so in the song uh, Super Karate Monkey Death Car, there's a break. Where you hear a little, a little <laughs> that kind of oh, thing. Oh, that one. Yeah, and so we're doing. We're originally what was supposed to be in one of those breaks was a soundbite from the TV show News Radio, which is where the title came mm. from. Um, and prior to us going out there, um, it was a moment of uh, okay, I better see about getting licensing for it. And it would have been a, if I remember correctly, it would have been about five grand just to get. The clip, audio clip of Phil Hartman saying the phrase, Jimmy, my ass hurts, which was going to be <laughs> oh, yeah. the drop in. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I was just because on our demos, that's what we have. Yes. And, and I yes. listen to that version too. Um, but, and I was just like, well, that's as much as I want that, that sound bite, it's like, we can't. <laughs> I can't, you know, yeah. that's just, <laughs> just, just too much. As much, you know, even though it would be going to Phil Hartman's estate and that, it's just like, no, no, I don't have that kind of money. We, we didn't have five grand to spend on like a, a, a nanosecond. Yeah. yeah, literally like just a, a second. Yeah. You so, gave Joe all the money for gas and plane tickets and everything else. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> get, out, get all your gear out there. Yeah. So Carl yeah, we had, flew out there, but then we walked back. Yeah. They had to walk through Denver. Yeah. <laughs> uphill both ways. Yeah. You don't walk through you fly through Denver. Yeah. <laughs> the jacket well, has spoken. You have to hike through Denver. Oh, the jacket hasn't started. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, but yeah, Carl said, uh, well, I got something we can put in the break. And I got he, something you can put in the break. And I want to, and again, all these, some of these things I'm coming back, I'm like, holy crap, I completely forgot about them. But I think it was something along the lines of, let me get Bantar, to which, huh? And he digs out a six-string banjo. Or I don't know. It was a regular banjo? No, it was yeah. a bantar. Six, six, yeah, bantar. And <laughs> to which he uh, basically had said that how he, you know, he had uh, a six-string ban- a banjo gu- guitar, a banjo strung up like a guitar so you don't have to learn how to play banjo, and that he used on sessions, but he just didn't care about the instrument. <laughs> so he would, like, douse water on it when he was done playing a track and stuff. And so we literally just pulled out bantar. Waited for the break and went whatever. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> so was that was that officially its name? 
because I have I have one as well, but I've always called it a banjo. Pull out Bantar. Oh no, it's Bantar! Run! Exactly. Run for the hills, it's Bantar. There's a there's a picture of Bantar in our background. Fucking the guys. That would be the 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 follow-up album, Return of Bantar. Um but now now I'm trying to remember, Joe, because the other break in there is uh, a, a very out-of-tune ukulele. Yeah, Joe, did very... you play that? Uh, bing, 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 bing! You know what? I yeah. No, was that Jay? No, I didn't do none of you those. sure? You didn't mm-hmm. do any of that? I wanted to, I, I could have sworn one of you guys did that, you know. I don't... Yeah. No, what was I funny is I think, I think Dave did it because... Um, you could hear him on mic laughing. Oh, laugh! That's right. That's in. That is in there. It's in there. So you went. Beep, beep. It was my dog has fleas or something like yeah. that. And it was like, beep, but it came beep, out beep. like dogs fleas my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear the giggle. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear yeah. this. So it was Dave. Oh. <laughs> it was Dave. oh, it's too funny. Can you guys hear that at all? Or no? No, no, I don't no. Know. that's not coming through on the audio. Okay, never mind. I'll I'll drop it in. There you go. So, <laughs> um, I guess to 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 not make this so random, uh, uh, we could start like first track, not to play it, but we could just talk about it or yeah. any kind of like remembrances. <laughs> like what's, uh, That's, what's that the was, yeah, that was my idea. Like think about yeah, to keep it going and and do one of one after the other. Power of you, the first song. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of editing to do, Joe. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it go. I don't care. When I got to see, um, yeah, I just let it go. Hold well, on, the jacket's got something to say. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna edit this. When I got this CD, the first song I heard, and I put it in there, and I remember who Jada gave it to me or Joe gave it to me. But I, the first song, every song on this CD is worth listening to. It's it's amazing. Well, we were just Thank talking you. on the way here. The that's a that's an awesome first track. Yeah, and for the a, second one for a, for a for an opening track on a CD. I mean, you can't get much better than that song. Well, thank you. It's very kind. Very usually on a CD or a, a thing. I like like maybe one or two songs. There's very rarely a whole CD that I like every song on there. Yeah. This you. was one of them. Thank you. And it's like thank wow. You. Which is why he stayed in my glove compartment and never left there. <laughs> and we had we had Joe on our like just regular podcast without the video about four or five years ago four now years probably. Ago, yeah. mm-hmm. And we we talked about this and I think you brought copies of this and gave them to those of us that didn't have one yet. Or I think Was I'm trying to remember if I bought one. Yeah, <clears> I know I bought I know I bought the album when it first came out. I bought it on iTunes. Oh my goodness, <laughs> the iTunes. <laughs> Back in the iTunes days, <laughs> way back when you could buy stuff on iTunes before it was like <laughs> trying to be Spotify. But you know what? About Power of You, that is the oldest song on the CD. Yeah. Old. So that is the first oh. song that belongs yeah. on the CD because it's the old, the first song you guys were. Working we were on together. playing. We were playing that for easily ten years before. Wow. Um, so it was. Hey, that was pre bump then. Right. We recorded that the first demo. Man, and now I'm thinking about this. Man, I should have pulled out those tracks. Uh, the the recordings on cassette and then put them onto digital. Um, Nobody knows cassettes anymore. Dan. What's a what's a cassette now? <laughs> I don't know. Is that it's like a, a famous director John Cassette? Is that like that thing that used to be on top of my dad's TV with the big slot in it? Was that for a cassette? I'm kidding. 
It might have been. I'm totally going to avoid a really bad joke right there. So <laughs> what, when, when have you ever? <laughs> wow. I've matured. There's I've a first time for everything, yeah. I've matured over the years. Um, <laughs> that one we did when I lived in Westchester after I got married. So that's 93-ish um, because that we wow. did the original Power Review on my 8-track uh uh, Fostex reel to reel. Fostex, oh my yeah. goodness. So we did, and on that demo uh, promo tape, we did Power View, Spanish Castle Magic, and Nights on Broadway. I love Okay, that so wait, show. wait, dude, I have even a, a, an earlier remembrance of that Uh-oh. tune. Don't you remember the public access thing we played? Yes. Oh my God! I Now I know I have that clip. Oh, I That is that. the debut of that song. That's and that was right. easily. 88, 89? Whoa. We were power 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 three. three. Yeah. 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 And and it's on that we were labeled, not labeled, but we were, we went by that name on that show. I got to get, someday I will be. That had Spanish Castle Magic. That had Power Review. That um, we did. We have had an Eric Johnson tune as well. Oh, Highlanders. That's right. We did Highlanders on that one. And, and, uh, uh, and it had uh, foot to three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> um, that's right, because I remember bringing the uh, the Brian May to that uh, to that yeah. shoot. Um, someday I will have the, the the blessing of being able to have all my things under my own roof again, and I will spend hours upon hours taking all the old stuff, putting it on a digital format, and putting it on the interwebs, especially yeah. the stuff of me playing guitar when I was a kid, so that every time a student goes, I don't know, I can't, I really can't do this. I'm going to say. You want to hear the worst guitar player in the world? I'll play him for you. And that guy got a chance to go with his buddies to L.A. to make a CD. Yeah. Anything can happen. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I want to see the videos with the uh, with the old Washburns. Oh, God, I have them. I have, you know, and it's funny, too, because it, the whole full circle. I remember you remember me taping up the uh, uh, the black Washburn with the yellow tape to make my own yes. bumblebee. And then, yes. of course, now, you know. Now I get that. Yeah. I so, get that. Uh, <laughs> um, the the all the other thing about Power View, I mean, we'll, we can go on hours on every song, uh, but <laughs> the other thing I remember about Power View was Steve Dahl was offering the opportunity for local bands to have their yeah. stuff played, and yeah. we kept going back around, and I was and I was like, I really loved, you know, I loved every song that we all did, but I kind of wanted to 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 send him Angels Come Down, um, you, you know. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, we got this big leadoff track. And so we went with the big leadoff track and he played it. And at the very end of playing it, he goes, well, we can see who's the leader of that band. It's got to be the guitar player. And it's like, and the, I was just like, put me in the room with this guy. because, like, yeah. like So there's a lot of guitars on that one. <laughs> it's all of us. Um, but the thing that I always enjoy just to kind of put the little my little two cents on on the power of you is that anytime I've had somebody like if somebody says hey I want a copy of your that that bump CD and I you know give it to them or sell it to them I always want to listen to the CD again as if I'm listening to it with their ears like they've never heard this stuff before and all I keep thinking every time I start the the CD is man them drums is huge because (laughs) The, just that opening, I mean, Jay played the, the same intro when we did the little demo, and it sounded great, but then when he got his kit over at 
sunset. It was just like, yes, that with with with. Uh, uh, do you remember one of Bernie's uh, last things that he said to us before we vacated it? Uh, was uh, we had a extra time, and that's how Calvin and Hobbes got recorded and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But yeah, okay. he he had said to us like nonchalant, "Is like you're in a million dollar studio. Yeah, you got hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of microphones." What do you want to do? Yeah. You got a couple hours left on your time, just like you right, know, right, for something. Right. We got like yeah. three or four tunes out on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was really but, cool. But uh, what's the next track? Angels come down. Jason's laughing because he knows he created the best line on the album. That's the story I want to hear too. Like the. Yeah. Who oh, was the gosh. first person oh, to I don't know if I could figure tell you out the actual story? Yeah. But like I want, I just wonder who the first person to figure out. Wait, we need like the syllables don't match up with the line with the word, so we need to put. Well, we need two more syllables. How do we do this? And then, and then James. Well, that was in. that's exactly what Dave. Yeah. That was Dave's yeah. thoughts. Yeah. On, yeah, verbatim. That's exactly what yeah. he thought. And as soon as he finished that last word, that's when the lyric came out. <laughs> Bring and me I, more beer. To I listened to that song special. It wasn't until today that George pointed that line out. It's like, I never realized that before. That yeah. was classic. Because it works so well. Oh, yes, it does. Because uh, I'm, I'm a big, um, uh, I'm a big boy because I'm, you know, I, I gave, you know, my COVID nineteen hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I'm a big um, Warren Zevon fan, and uh, you know, so I had the like the kind of serious lyrics in the verses. And then I started to write a serious lyric for the uh, for the choruses, but then it was like my brain almost said, like, what would Warren Zevon write here? You know, angels come down to me yeah, and go, oh, and, but yeah, bring, <laughs> and, and bring me more beer. And then I yeah. went, yeah, that's what he would say. Bring I'm gonna put beer, that yeah. in there. And 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 again, I have that just repeating. And I'm like, but at the end of the song, there should be a tag. And then Jay hit us with that. And then about a half hour after we were done laughing for a half hour non-stop we're like okay that's the ending line for the song so, there you go not through me do bring me more that, beer to now, me now um i hopefully i'm thinking about this right i think this is the song to where uh, we we didn't have lyrics yet so when we're working through the song in the in the choruses we we thought of we thought of nice replacement words right is this is this the 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 face do you remember coming face oh or yes yes coming yes, face it down. Was. <laughs> oh, oh no oh. <laughs> oh boy oh, right. who's gonna say? maybe we are getting so, x-rated on this thing we just <laughs> like, oh, this is how we were this is how we were would remember the sections yeah, yeah you know because we're so always because we're 12 years old that's why Right. Right. That was the only way that we could commit it to memory. And then plus, those words just fit in the lines. That's what we wanted the melodic lines to be. Okay, so we had the lines, we just didn't have the words. So then we would throw the, we would just, anytime we would come into it, one of us into the microphone, coming face coming face And again, I'll put you guys, I'll put you guys in the category of the great one. Paul, you know the story about Paul McCartney doing yesterday? He's like, yes. Scrambled eggs. He's trying to figure out. <laughs> he was trying to figure out the lyrics. Exactly. He, had to, he, had exactly. To, he was trying to figure out the melody, but the lyrics. We are granted he was way more mature than we are. 
Yeah. Way more mature. Yeah. He, yeah. he was, yeah, he said something about, oh, I love your legs or something. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a little bit of a, where he got dirty with it, but yeah. 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 But yeah, he was still just talking about legs and not talking about whatever. I don't want to repeat what you said. Now, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Dave, did we actually we we did a version of that with did you Harmon's? record that? Oh no, yeah, I think we did. It Harmon's. is recorded. I'm yeah. sure it's recorded. Yeah, yeah. We I know we tested out harmonies. I think it just worked better. Just just <laughs> just just solo vocal and straight. Um, it, it's we, we really you know. Let's take all the time we need to go over this today, but we have to do a, a part two of this interview because I got to get all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, we need to bust out all these like little oh tidbits my God. and I'm yeah. forgetting about all of that stuff. Oh, thank God I'm in the band, eh? <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a part two also because this is just, it, it's, wow, beyond yeah. words for me. And I usually say exactly what's on my mind. Because that's probably, that's probably the first song I heard too, because you guys were playing these songs in the mix, we should say too like how we all know each other. I was actually trying to get John on. He's with uh, our friend, John Laird. He's with his family and hanging out right now, but he, uh, he wanted to pass on the story that he walked in and you three were playing as sing with the bands doing the live band karaoke, um, product that you guys were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And he saw, yeah, you guys know how to play, uh, you know, thin Lizzie cowboy song. And said, yeah. Can you sing it? Yeah. Go ahead. And he was impressed that Dave, you know, made it sound like the twin guitar lead, like Thin Lizzy, you know. So he was going to mention, he wanted me to at least mention that story. But that's how we all know each other was from the right, right, right. sing with the band thing. And you guys would have warm up tunes, two or three songs. We'd play some some music, you know, get the crowd going. And that would be one of them sometimes when you were first trying to promote this album. You were saying, hey, let's play yes. one of our songs. And then you're like... Yes. Screw it. Let's just play one of these songs that we're, you know, re- rehearsing or we just recorded it or whatever. So that was one of yes. the first ones I think I heard. Yeah. By by the time yeah. you had you had caught us, Joe, what, what yeah. we had morphed into was the sing with the band thing. Right. Yeah. But at first, once the album was recorded and we were back in town, uh, we 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 were kind of like an all request thing. Yep. Yeah. Like we we would throw out like song lists to the tables and be like shout them out and then that's what we would do. Yeah. So then uh, the the booker we were working with was like, hey, well if you want to if if you want to add the karaoke aspect to it, I think that would be a better a better thing for you all. Mm-hmm. And then once we did that, then that's that's things started to roll a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you had caught us. Yep. Because, yeah, John was like, hey, you like, because we met at, you know, karaoke at some point or whatever. It's like, hey, you like karaoke. You're going to like this. Because I had been in a band and dabbled. I had music lessons and things when I was a kid. And then I was working kind of with some co-workers in a band. And so it was comfortable in the environment. I was like, oh, that was probably a better step for me personally as like a quote unquote musician, but not you know, really, but not like you guys, of course. But just oh, you like, are, you know, you like are. I have, yeah, I have are. enough, I have it in my, my spirit, right? So I'm like, that's more my lane to be in is doing a, you know, sing with the band karaoke thing. So I actually kind of started doing that and then was like, do I need to even bother going? Did we ever give you a theme song, Joe? I don't know if there was ever officially a theme song. Cause Sean, Sean would get Freddie's dead. Yeah. Right. yeah, right. I'm sure Laird had one. Um... You well, since you probably had tons of different tunes that we would always 
Well, that that was my my big thing with karaoke is I would just try something different every week, and that was yeah. You were like these guys still have six hundred some songs in their book. I have a variety, (laughs) you know, to pull from, and so it was still okay for me to like explore and you know and being able to see what it's like. It's a really fun experience if anybody ever has a local, you know, version of it because it's popping up all over the place nowadays. And you know, singing with singing a live band karaoke because Jay, you still do a live band karaoke. Another group, oh, yeah. and then, and then yeah, Joe has been carrying on the sing with the band banner with with other with other musicians and stuff. Yeah, what's funny, real quick, <laughs> let me interject for a second. Though. Go ahead, because uh, we and a lot of people that know Joe, they they know him as Joe. Yeah, Joe. Right. So remember <laughs> back back in the day when we were uh, when we had our sign up our sign up sheet or our sign up board. Uh, it, it, Joe would write Joe. He, I mean, there was always some. There, there was There's always one, another one Joe. Joe. There's too many Joes. Joe. I mean, there was a Joe on stage playing the bass. <laughs> There's like, too many Joes. In <laughs> I got to put Joe P as my Joe name. Yeah. And then it it just turned it morphed into Joe. Yeah. And what's right. funny is that when I hear people referring to Joe, I hear them say Joe because they know they know you it's as Joe. Yeah, it's inevitable. Right. It's yeah. It just became. I, I mean, I put it on all my like branding and my things now. I just became Joe. <laughs> all so, our fault. Sorry about that. Yeah. Guys. No, I, I appreciate it. It was. It's. It's right here in the corner. If you look at the screen. Oh yeah, that's right. Don't talk. <laughs> yeah. Joke hey, don't talk. Joke Tony, don't talk. talk. Let joke talk. Yeah, I gotta put jacket over here. So then. Yeah. <laughs> jacket was already here, so. <laughs> and it's funny because just for Joe said I'm going to karaoke one night. I said, yeah, I'll be Joe over there. And I don't sing, and I just sit there and listen. And all of a sudden, it's like before I even knew it, Joe starts singing about a jacket song. Oh yeah, and that's a leather story. How that was, whole that was years later when you started. Yeah, you started hanging out. And that's how the jacket started. It was Joe that did that. And then they were like, you had your you had, you had your little drum machine or something. It was like, dude, that dude was like a little samba. And then like Tony Ross's jacket is here, and it's his jacket. And then she every time I go there, she he announces it to the audience because like, he just wore his jacket, rain or shine, cold or warm. He just had his jacket on because that was that's just, that's his <laughs> yeah. the jacket. And James Jay, Jay knows with that too. So because so, I worked with yeah. Jamie a couple of days, so it just became joke in the jacket and. <laughs> Everybody's got nicknames. Like we're, <laughs> like we're all friends. Yeah, Choking the jacket. The first time I actually heard Angels Come Down was at Sing with the Band that Joe sang. And it's like, wow. Yeah, you must have done it at like uh, either the I, Barney's or something. It was I one of the, yeah. Because you, you came along a little bit later after all this was going on. But, yeah, I've only been doing yeah. Come and see me you guys, what, about six years now? At least. Yeah, maybe. I, uh, let's just say ten. Yeah, let's just say ten, and we'll move on. Yeah, just keep it at ten, <laughs> like monk style. Just this came out fifteen years ago. Yeah, that, that yeah. was about ten years ago. When yeah. I started listening. No, maybe not ten. Eight years later. Yeah, eight nine. Because like I said, Dave I, Dave I, was I playing guitar. Yeah, and then you stepped out to do some other things, and you were going to move or something like that. So then it became another guitar player, and Jay and Joe. And so that was about nine, ten years ago, I would say. Yeah. Eight, nine, ten yeah. years ago. So that would be yeah, about that, the time you showed up. I think it was after <clears throat> Jay, Jay, were you still doing it with Joe at that time? Yeah. 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 
Because there was like city limits and other places that they were still playing. Yeah, city limits is where I yeah. right, right. That was where I, I first saw it on a Thursday I've night. I've been I've been what in animation for about ten years now, and that's yeah. been yeah, that's it's easily been about a decade. Yeah, easily. Has it been wow. now? Yeah, I, I guess. Think yeah. about it. Like holy shit. Yeah, that was like twelve or thirteen when you did Summerfest and Oh uh, yeah, yeah, when you yeah. when you donated my wind chimes? Yep. To uh, Hollow Notes. Hollow Notes have your wind chimes, too. That was 11, my friend. That was 11. 11? Okay. Yeah. And he still won't won't lay down with those. Joe, Joe, let me me tell this story, though, please. (laughs) I I have to tell this story. So, so we, uh, my first Summerfest gig with animation, uh, go up there. We're, we're, I don't know, out of, uh, three bands before hauling notes right so but i could say that hey we're opening for hauling notes but uh so my first gig i just got these bitching fucking wind chimes right just oh man that's like oh nice spread just like oh cool okay right <laughs> and then do the gig yeah, everything's cool and then um joe joe uh, volunteered to help me out. i was like yeah man cool no problem so I, I i don't know what i'm walking into so yeah any any help would be great Turned out, I mean, I needed every hand possible, but that's a completely different they story. They were shuffling us off the stage. They're like, it wasn't even Hall, like you said, there was like two more bands before Hall and Oates even right. came out, but it was like this whole production. And they're like, all right, everybody got, and you had your whole setup, and we had to, we're trying to move, and it was like, move the, it here. Like, and yeah. it was like the, the, the U.S. Army band or something. Right. It was like this big deal. So we're like, let's get out of the military's way. They, you know, <laughs> all the money they're probably spending on this gig. No, but like, you know, they <laughs> they had a lot of stuff, too, to shuffle yeah. around. So it was like we had to get. Yeah. This. And then it was like, like, hurry up and, and move, you know. So yeah. then, you know, long story short, you know. So it was Hall and Ass before Hall and Oats. Hall and Ass. Yeah, right. you know, but then wow. how I how I end up making peace with it is that anytime I think about it is uh, it's like, oh, yeah, Hall and Oats got, got my wind chimes. Yeah. So, Hall and Oates, <laughs> so yeah. I listen to Sarah smile and I'm thinking. <laughs> If, you, if no. you look at any live recordings or live videos like, there they are. 2011, you're like looking close at the screen, like <laughs> that drummer had my wind chimes. <laughs> totally. Because I just picture Oates just playing the wind chimes, but like, just like, yeah, with his mustache, <laughs> <laughs> just reaching up. I'm sorry, I, I can't make fun of, Hall, uh, of of Oates because I'm probably just as short as he is. <laughs> and 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 seriously though, it's it's really funny because. He, I've, seen, he, I've seen you try to grow a mustache like him. Oh, very much so. I'm trying to yeah, get, work. get taller or, and or shorter, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he's one of those guys where if you really sit back and listen, it's like he adds to the to, to the band. I always, you know, there, he always takes the butt of the You know, when part. I was having this conversation... Especially the wind chimes. I was having this conversation with somebody. <laughs> what exactly was John Oates' contribution to Hall and Oates? Yeah. <laughs> Besides the Oates. <laughs> Besides the mustache. <laughs> He was the other half of the name. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But musically, but the, I mean, he's, he's a really he good guitar looked, player. He is a you had G.E. Smith in the band. What the hell do you need him for? G.E. Uh, oh. <laughs> Smith doesn't have a mustache. No, he doesn't. I guess he needed the Like I said, that's yeah, it was the 80s. He was you a fucking that, mustache. Yeah, you needed that mustache in the 80s. <laughs> anyway. And hey, the hair, like we the big are, pro. And the... <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the Yacht Rock? It's like a comedy yes. troupe that does this Yacht Rock 
Mm-hmm. And, you oh, know, yeah. and Hollow Notes have hair like right. out to here, like big giant afros. They're like the villains. Yeah. In the, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Go look at YouTube and find Yacht Rock. And there's like ten, eight, all, ten episodes. The, all of those episodes are classic. <clears throat> and it's actually oh, a friend of our a guy I went to high school with, Bill, knew these guys when he was living in LA a few years ago. So he's like, yeah, those I know those guys. You know, it's a friend <laughs> of a friend thing too. So go check it out. Very cool. But uh, yeah. but yeah, the Hollow Notes are like the villains. And they're like. Yeah, hey, Michael McDonald, they're punching their right. two, two fingers in the chest and stuff of people. And there's these ridiculous caricatures. But, uh, but yeah, what is John Oates? I guess he, yeah, I guess he plays guitar. A conundrum. <laughs> that was my he favorite, uh, Jaco Pastorius. Um, yeah, conundrum. They saw him. And the harmonics are killer. <laughs> Love that conundrum. And another 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 uh, SAT word like conundrum that starts with C is contradicting. Hey, ooh. Nice. yeah, you like that? Ooh, yes. And we're, and we're getting we're getting a taste of it. Okay. Yeah, I literally played it wrong because I forgot it's not <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> And I all I think yeah, like, how do we make a pop song yeah. out of five four? <laughs> yeah, seven four. Yeah, I never bothered seven four. <laughs> but it no, but this is this is the one that Carl uh, that Carl was was howling over at the oh. end. That <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. funny as all get up. That ending is all Carl saying, "I got an idea," and then we went to town on you know having Jay put in this percussion, and Carl's like, "Let's take these acoustic guitar ideas and we throw it into like a Spanish thing," and as he's describing this. Even though, you know, again, he's a guitar hero of mine, I'm going, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then we start doing it, and it's like, oh my god, how cool is this? And it's, it's you know... Hey, what was the assistant's name? I was trying to think about this the other day. It was Bernie? Eric. Bernie, Eric. Eric. Eric was his name? Eric, yeah. That kid yeah. was running around ragged for us, man. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm so bummed that I didn't grab that paperwork because he was the one right going around going, okay, if they put this on that track, they did this, this, this. Yeah, and that was yeah, record keeper. Yeah, really? that was before iPads. Mm. We could do that. He was literally. It's all on yellow notepad paper. So all of this will be in part nine of this. Yeah, um, we get to episode <laughs> nine of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and since this is my first vocal tune on the CD, we can just go right out of the next song. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna skip it anyway. It's not really one of my favorite. But it's no, really it's good. Like, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, like we were, me and Tony were talking about this too. The fact that you guys were doing, and we're not trying to just keep on praise. It's like we look at all kinds of different music. We listen to all kinds of different stuff. And it's it's almost like you know, like I said, we really do lump this. I do anyway. We lump this in with other stuff that we like, and it's like, okay, this is a solid pop record. Definitely, it's obvious that you guys are. Especially Dave writing these songs, you're into like a pop rock, like power pop, whatever kind of mood. Yeah, yeah. Songwriting wise, and these things, yeah, these songs are just they they pop. They're you know they're they're catchy and sing along and. Thank you. I mean, uh, because the honest, (laughs) honest to goodness, you know, game plan was okay. Let's make a CD where we can promote ourselves as musicians who would be, you know, perfect for being. You know, touring musicians behind famous bands, and all I kept thinking about were all the famous bands that you know, who stylistically we enjoyed listening to. So let me write a song that would kind of fit that type of thing. And I'm a huge Goo Goo Dolls fan as well. And it's funny because this song is actually inspired by a Goo Goo Dolls song that's not sung by John Resnick. It's actually one of the um, 
Um, oh, for crying out loud. Uh, Gary. Uh, Bobby. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby, the bass player, hit one of his tunes. And I, and I just thought, that's a great tune. And so I just kind of paraphrased you know, the vibe. And then people are like, oh, that's a really good tune. It's like basically Goo Goo Dolls tune. It doesn't sound like a Goo Goo Dolls tune. <laughs> yeah. You, no, you know, you know that from a sincere, uh, most sincere form of flattery, right? Yeah. <laughs> another historical uh, perspective here, and this kind of added into the whole bump experience. We were doing a lot of exchanges with Taxi. You remember Taxi? Have oh you ever my heard God! Of taxi? Yeah. Yeah. That they would they would ask for like specifics and they wouldn't they would, they would tell you like what they were looking for but they wouldn't tell you what they would use it for right if they used it yeah. so but they would give you notes back mm-hmm. which were really helpful yeah so we would uh, we would see like the descriptors you know they would see okay they're looking for a pop tune sounds in the vein vein of such and such so we would we would do it. We would we would copy something as much as mm-hmm. as much as we could, and and without without getting sued, like right. they would just like rearrange chord progressions just enough, <laughs> and and then we would send it out. And That's we did that a few times. Yeah, we did that a few times to where we would get notes to be like, oh, okay, so we're definitely getting good pop note feedback. Uh, because we wanted to be able to record something that would show us as players, but not be annoying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or or not not be like over the top like you know just you know you could only listen to like maybe like three minutes of it you know so yeah. like yeah, we we were always song oriented mm-hmm. and that was Dave's doing that's mm-hmm. Dave's fault <laughs> <laughs> but the great part was you know with with a lot of the tunes um, I mean we'll get to um, uh, one of the tunes later but uh, uh, the performances still came out as while wow, these guys can play. And Dave, Dave, a little bit as well too. But because um, when I when I posted uh, um, when I just put the band, the the album back up on Bandcamp or out up on Bandcamp, um, uh, Jay uh, uh, Rocco was just like, I was listening to to the everything will be fine, every everything will be fine, um, and he was floored by how how well you played on. He commented on the Facebook post. And it was just like, yeah, that's exactly it. I wanted to write songs that we could play to, but would let every have every opportunity for us to sneak in some cool stuff. I mean, Joe's got a bass solo on a pop tune on this record, and yes. it sounds perfect. You know, no one would. I don't think anybody would do a bass solo on a pop thing. But it, when the opportunity came for him to do that and do what he did, then it's like this is gold because it's a great song, and then it's got this icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, it was that, that kind of thing. <laughs> We're talking about pie, pie, pie. <laughs> icing on the pie. So that we can play, show that we have chops, but yes. more try to be as musical as possible and not yes. so like, hey, check out this, you know, nine tuplet fill that I just <laughs> figured out that I want to try to muscle into to a song. No. Yeah, yeah, it works for the music and the song that you're playing and it and it adds to and there's a, yeah, there's everybody's kind of showing their, it's like, now, you know, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Country. Okay. What was next? I don't even know the running order, dude. I ain't got time to bleed. Was there anything else we want to talk about? Contradiction? Oh, but, yeah, uh, I ain't got time uh, to bleed. Is the next one. Uh, I got nothing uncontradicted at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I will before the next interview. Okay. <laughs> then I'll think of a million things. You got a dirty version of that one. You want to. 
It's already kind of a little dirty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, just, it is one of my favorite outtakes in the in the uh, uh, outtake section when I'm just just completely murdering the vocal. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like would rather. Oh, yeah, you're like losing it. Yeah. I would rather hear my murdered oh, vocal because it's more entertaining to me than my actual singing on the record. I felt better to hear that you guys did that in like your home studios versus like in front of Carl, in front of like the Dixie Chicks or anybody else. Like you guys oh, were messing up your vocals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell, if we did it and one of the Dixie Chicks walks in yeah. and just starts laughing, I would have been like, I think you could sing this better. You come over here and do it. And then if she did it, then it's like, oh, we're golden. Now we got a guest artist on this thing. We're good to go. Because I've got, I've got tapes for, like I said, the bands that I've been in and things that I've done of outtakes and deep cuts and we're laughing at each other I'll maybe get some of that stuff out too while we're playing your stuff but, <laughs> it's like yeah it's just such a funny thing like you're kicking yourself in the ass because you're messing up it's like it's it's comedy gold at the end it's of the so day much so it's fun, fun oh, to listen back to it so uh, yeah I Ain't Got Time to Bleed is the next tune if anybody wants to jump in on that one Joe Killer Vogel oh I thank mean, you absolutely no, yeah it, it, the the thing for me that I've always enjoyed about every song of this is, is that everybody sounded great on it, and then that made me sound good. So that was a win win for me because I could suck through the whole thing, but they made it sound made me sound like oh he's not that bad. But the uh, the 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 original the original version of this was an instrumental I did in a different key, and then it's like well now we need a, a tune that kind of um, excuse me. Um, it has a pop rock feel and so when I started to put the excuse me heartburn I got a thumbs um, that when I started to put the lyrics together and stuff I thought well if we do it in the, in the key from the demo it's going to be really weird so I changed the key and then I thought yeah I don't want to sing this and so uh, I was glad Joe was happy to <laughs> take vocals because um, he nailed it on everything and um, all I can remember is, is just the fact that um, people would come and say, I really like that song. That's a, that's a great song. And it's pretty much kind of a paraphrasing of Too Bad by Nickelback. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and people were like, but, no, 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 Nickelback bad. It's like, no, 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 Nickelback not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Nickelback bad reputation, but yeah, yeah, Nickelback you know. not terrible band or right right oh, yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting rid of all contractions we're just doing caveman talk contractions. you know yeah. that after yeah, an hour talk. we're supposed to do caveman talk I yeah. said that in the contract bump good nickelback bump good. we haven't nickel talked about bad. nothing but nickelback silver side up uh, nickelback this, this nickel one we're getting bad. rid of let me go get the copy of silver side up <laughs> no um, um uh yeah I mean, that that was just another fun one uh, uh the only thing I remember in specifics was um, I, I wanted to make sure Joe did something on the vocal, I think on the second chorus, where I think you just, I think you may have not just done it because you were just singing it the way you say it, but when you, um, no, 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 no. um, shoot. Historian? Yeah. <laughs> No, see, I know yeah. my memory of this one is I, I didn't know the words at all until I heard the finished CD. Yeah, because I don't think we maybe even had it. No, because we recorded all of these without any kind of. The only vocals I remember having is uh, another girl, another, another girl, 
that's and what, Tom Jones. That's it. Yeah, we did. We did scratch for those. Yes. Um, now I remembered what the thing it was. Uh, I wanted Joe to hit the high note for um, you know uh, to, to really for go rain. for always rains. And it, because that, I knew I would never be even if I just just um, uh, auto tune the hell out of it. It just would have never worked. And when he did that, I'm like, yep, there we go. That's that's. that's <laughs> I was thinking that I didn't want to jump. I didn't want to overpower what you were saying, but I think I was think, thinking that like that hit note you hit. Yeah, it always rains. I can't. But the <laughs> yeah, funny part was right after that note, I I went and took a nap on that couch. Yeah, you're like, I need part. a. Just correct me. I'll be right back. <laughs> the funny part was I had originally hoped that I'll he was right going. <laughs> that he was going to do it on the last uh, chorus. But you did it on the second one, and my brain was like, "That's kind of cool how that wasn't expected." I'm leaving it there. So that but that was fun. But thank you, thank yeah. you. It was a that was a fun one. One of my favorite vocal tracks on the album. Hey, your movie finished? Did he? Oh yeah, let me go fix that. Uh, did did Joe? Did Joe take a at least that I saw? Did Joe take? Go ahead and go make a new pie. Everything on this album. And I'm very picky when it comes to music, even though I, I like a lot of different ones. This one I can relate with every song on here, where I can actually, if I could sing, I would sing for. Cool. And it, it's just that's a huge compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, like I said, this is one of the ones, and I love the cover of all you guys as kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> and there, um, yeah. a lot of a lot of, a lot of guys in diapers in that. <laughs> Yeah, in their underpants. Yeah, now the outtakes. I I forgot all about the outtakes. There's, there's part one, part two, and I didn't hear those until today. I heard a couple of them. And the outtakes are well, hysterical. All right, well, are, well, you know, we'll let you behind the curtain with the outtakes. Yeah. Um, they're actually in two different parts. First part are Sunset Sound outtakes. Mm -hmm. Second part are. Dave stu home studio home studio vocal outtakes yeah yeah and and just for the record there's tons of hours that exist oh my on, god on Dave's, on on Dave what sorry hey, I know that dude um there's there's hours and hours of recorded just hilarity mentally hilarious hilarious just brain droppings that exist. That the, oh my uh, goodness! Do you remember how arduous that was going through and going? What are we going to pick? Oh yeah. Well, what are we going to pick for the for the outtakes? Well, what I all I remember doing was once I every time we would rehearse, I would run a CD burner that would record not just the instrument performances but all the microphones. And so at the end of we, we would just record all afternoon while we were rehearsing, and then if somebody did something funny. Then I would make a little note on a piece of paper that said, you know, um, funny, funny, funny. <laughs> Jay, this, whatever. Um, <laughs> he has some pie. I was um, up anyway. I figured I'd get a piece of pie while I was up. And I would well, just jot down for a piece. Yeah, really. Go get your own. Yeah, he could have gotten me a piece of pie, right? And he didn't. He could have. Okay, anyway, I'll go get it for you. <laughs> I don't know which one is that. That's the. This is the the uh, the chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Oh, one behind my head right here. Wow, it looks green chips. from here, dude. It did, didn't it? <laughs> it looks like pea pie. It does look green. It's got like Pistachio. a weird, yeah, yeah. like a... <laughs> was it, wasn't he it Pinocchio? Looks like, it looks like, yeah, it looks like, like <laughs> Pinocchio soup pie. Now you made Pinocchio? Pistachio. 
Pistachio was the guy that made Pinocchio. Pistachio. <laughs> oh, no. uh, you know, it's amazing that anything ever got accomplished. Or maybe not. Or, no joke, man. No joke. or that we even like finished recording the CD. Because it's just like that kind of that always happens. Now we were lucky we were as polished as we were when we got there. Oh God! Because if, if we would have done any of this, we would have we would have tapped, we recorded two songs. On, <laughs> two yeah. songs. Either that, or we would have paid for more studio time. You would have had to have another month of studio time to get. Yeah, yeah. no joke. We would have been Axl Rose and 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 Guns and Roses in the studio for twelve years. Uh, I'm buying a lottery ticket this weekend. If it hits, then we're just going to go back and do the other the next one, and we can take as much time as we want. We can go to the studio. We can go to the Van Halen studio, uh, that room. Um, and oh, wait, no, we'll, have we'll you rotate. heard? I'm surprised we'll you haven't mentioned it. I thought Sunset is out of business. What? No, no. Uh, not that I, I keep I seeing like 1960 something to 2012. Like they like they shut the doors or something. Um, well, right now, because no, uh, Carl just uh, just did a picture from there because uh, he tracked some stuff there, um, but. The uh, I think it was one of those things where it's, uh, it got bought and sold because that's why like right now they're doing all these Sunset Sound um, videos which I've been watching yeah, yeah like talking yeah. about the Van Halen albums and stuff uh-huh. and I think yeah. it's kind of more into like hey we're back you know we're back we want to get people in here kind of thing I think uh, well, I oh, so I took yeah, it as their go ahead no no I don't <laughs> think so but they, they were also doing Prince stories with yeah. uh, at Sunset. Oh, wait, yeah, here so, we go. Now, Studio 3, where I did all the overdubs for my album of the month. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there he is in Studio 3 doing overdubs for the new for his new CD that just came out, uh, which is killer, by the way. <laughs> um, the why, did, uh, why didn't you mention us? Uh, yeah, many reasons. We're going to go through this website and find... Oh, there you go. You guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a whole like animated thing. Welcome to Sunset Sound. Past and current clients. Here we go. Let's see if you guys are in there. Oh, there we are. Bleached. Elton John. Yeah. Is that Elton John? Frozen. Hey, you're going to have to go all the way to the end of that. Rocking the Westies. There we yeah. are. Some little tums there. <laughs> there were not. There were. There we are. Hey, I know that dude. Who's this guy? <laughs> That is one of the weirdest album covers. <laughs> Joe Cocker making that face. You guys, on the Friday of the week that we recorded, mm. Carl um, had to go get a haircut. So he said, yeah. you guys are free in the morning. We'll meet up at lunchtime and do the afternoon thing and the evening thing. Right around at 4. There's the Van Allen. Um, so for that Friday morning, the week we were out there, Mm-hmm. I uh, um, Prince. Yeah, there was the the, the Dixie Chicks album. Why didn't they put ours right next to that? Should be right um, next to it. Yeah, <laughs> many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so so Carl said Friday morning he got the day off, and I ended up um, contacting Tom Anderson Guitars and said, "Hey, I got the morning off. I'm like forty he minutes." Said, Who are you? <laughs> So, um, what's this number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't you get the restraining order? Um, the, and so they said, well, why don't you come up to the shop and take a look around? 
And um, so I said, well, guys, I'm going to go up to see Tom Anderson's place, and then I'll meet you guys back at the studio. And as much as that was like a mecca for me, since I love these guitars, um, Jay and Joe, you tell them what you got to do at sunset that morning. You got the tour. Oh, we got the tour. We got the major tour yeah. by, um, I forgot, I forgot who took us around, but we got to go into every room and, um, gosh, we saw where the chicks were recording. They had all their vibe up and the, yeah, yeah the, the tapestries and the tapestries and up and like they, you could tell they were doing the vocals cause everything was like mood driven, you know? So that was, that was pretty cool. Walked through there. And then when we got, when we got to studio one, like, this is where, like, the serious magic happened. I mean, I was, like, restraining myself to, like, not strip naked and rub myself <laughs> against the wall, you know? And, like, As like just a little bit, just rub on me, just a little <laughs> bit, please. <laughs> but uh, the coolest part is that they showed us the echo chamber, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they opened the door it's, and it's like, that's how they yeah, all get clapping. away way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were walking around touching the walls, going, oh, my goodness, Zeppelin was here, man. It was really cool. Because you guys told me, because one of the things you mentioned, and I was like, oh, I really would have liked to have done that. And I knew I probably could have just asked the guys, hey, do you mind if I sneak in there real quick before we finish up on Friday? But you guys said that they showed you where Eddie actually recorded Eruption. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's where I would have liked to have stood, you know. Yeah, yeah, they've got all the studios showing up on their on their website. Like they're they're selling them on, uh, they're selling you on here. Check out Studio One. We got this. Studio Two. We got this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was it. Studio Two. Oh, you know what we didn't mention though? Like, uh, to 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 back this party up even further. (laughs) Um, we we decided upon bump, and then once we decided upon bump, we tried to. (laughs) figure we tried to figure uh you know logo and all this kind of shit and the the reason that you're looking at the diamond construction sign is because of the fact that it's public domain mm-hmm. so we didn't have to pay for it and you didn't have to design a logo you just go let's just use that image we'll just use that yeah mm-hmm. but here here's the fun part like i don't know where dave got it from but dave lifted a sign somewhere no it, it and, the webs i'm like <laughs> Bump road sign. I bought it on Craigslist. Yeah, it was in that tax box. Craigslist around in twenty six. In that tax box, I'm sure I have the receipt from the company. It was like twenty five bucks to, to to get a, the actual an actual metal road sign. Wow! So it's like so then, we'll bring it. So then the road sign actually made its way to Sunset Sound Studio mm-hmm. too. Yep. How that happened, I don't remember. Maybe my brother brought it. I don't remember. But yeah. It was there. So then, so then it got set up. But then the smart asses in the control room would change the name every day. <laughs> so first day was bump. After that, we were never bump again. We were yeah. rump. Yeah. Dump. Dump. We were we were dump. <laughs> Jump. I think it was chump. Bumpy. Chump. Chump was my favorite. Chump was chump was a favorite. But yeah, yeah, I think it was Gump. I was think Gump was a different one. Incarnation. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> funny stuff, man. Those guys, those guys got us good. Jay, Jay, Jay ran Jay. away again. Maybe he wanted to get high. <laughs> he fell into he fell into a well. Yeah, he disappeared. Maybe Jessica. Yeah, absolutely. Lassie, Lassie, go find him. Maybe yeah. Jessica. Uh, but the next song on the next song on the on the CD here is Crash. You want to start talking about that one while we find what happened to Jim? 
Now that, oh, yeah, that crash that, crashes. That's that's serious pot, man. Yeah, that's Google. That's another Google Dolls vibe, and uh, lyrically, me trying to be as as all slick and oh, he's so romantic with his lyrics. Um, John Mayer. Oh yeah, uh, John Oscar Mayer. And now the cool part was Oscar Mayer Wiener here. Yeah. I, I literally was like, all right, let me try to be as fancy as those guys in their lyric writing. And then I came up with this stuff, and I'm like, man, that's just so blatantly, obviously, me trying to be like, okay. But it's like, I, I don't care. It's, it's a good groove. Sitting fetal in the corner of your life, wondering what it's like for those who feel. Pretty deep, now, man. Now, yeah. now, do we need to get you some therapy? <laughs> like, that's, but I mean, yeah, like, that's one of those songs, again, all the, to me, all the, and it's not just because you're my buddies. Like, this is just good music. And yeah, that's one of the ones that's like, the the lyrical content of it is and we were trying to talk about these too when when joe was with us last time and he's like i don't know you're gonna have to talk to david about that one because he wrote he wrote that song i don't know what the hell he was on when he wrote that (laughs) while everyone else's star is burning bright you're not even sure if you're for real yeah that was me just that was like one of those times where i don't know how people write lyrics you know but all right i need something where it's like okay how about you know, uh, a, a, a girl who's got all these, you know, like, life is just really beating the crap out of her. But when she's with the person that she loves, everything's okay yeah. and so forth. So I, I, met, I went as descriptive as you can be to be, like, just having a bad day, you know, sitting fetal in the corner of your, of your room just being like, God. Yeah, because yeah. I will say, yeah, I, I didn't mention the first line. So you were actually being clever by the first line being sitting in the fetal in the corner of your room. And then you, like... You got all, you know, sitting fetal in the corner of your life. Yeah. Like you, yeah, were, oh yeah. you, were, it was like, you were trying to be, yeah. <laughs> and the next verse, you started out with, you, you're going, now we're going deeper into the well to find Jay and, and Lassie and whatever else we're doing down here. We're, go, we're going in and we're, yeah, we're exploring what's going on in the deep, dark places of wherever you wrote that song. Yeah, but it was, but it was still, it was still about optimism. Right. Yeah, really, really yeah. Cool. Because and then the, the, the funny part, and again, that I, I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, the, he he the, had the rhyming dictionary, the, the <laughs> thesaurus up, and all that stuff. That was my favorite of all my all the dinosaurs when I was a kid. Yeah, thesaurus. Thesaurus. Yes. Thesaurus um, Rex. <laughs> no, thesaurus Rexall was the one that worked. He was the he worked at the the, the drugstore. <laughs> he was golden. <laughs> he was golden. Oh, you went there. You went for it. It's a Westchester thing. Man. Oh, my God. Look at me. I look like I got thrumber. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then it was this whole – then I, I didn't realize that when I wrote the chorus, it was just like, oh, wait a minute. Now the chorus is about me, the guy that's saying, like, oh, now the girl wants to hang out with me, and then I'm the guy who has the happy day here. But, yeah. in turn, it, we're both happy. So it was like, oh, that worked. And that's uh, – you know – I can't toot my own horn on anything lyrically, but I was always very happy when like uh, people would say, I really love those lyrics. Those are good. And, you know, and and it's just like, oh, okay, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) And I've always thought that anybody saying like, oh, I got like they have some kind of formula or something figured out with songwriting, especially lyrics. Mm -hmm. Like it's I think it's just too. And and there's a there is a talent or, you know, an ingrown thing. But, you know for you to say that you have some kind of 
you know, well, what was I thinking about when I wrote this? It was just kind of spur of the moment and you wrote it down at that moment, whatever, you know, right. you get that story out. Of it. And anybody telling you otherwise, I think is kind of full of baloney anyway. Yeah. Full of Oscar Mayer. Full of Oscar Mayer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and it's funny, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, after we finished mentioning about Crash, Set a Give coming up is a tune where I'm like, I have no idea what what to do lyrically. And that's when, you know, uh, Joe, I can't remember if you said, do you mind if I take a crack at it? Or you guys already had something for it. And then as soon as they shared the lyrics with me, I'm like, this is perfect. Plus, it also kept the 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 fact that we could keep the title Set a Give, you know, yeah. and and have it be like, what the hell does that mean? And then he, he didn't even use it in the lyrics. So now it's even more of like, what the hell's going on? But <laughs> Set a Give yeah, we're, we're as a title... We're, we were pulling a, a, a like a Depeche Mode or something, you know, have mm-hmm. a song that doesn't really have the title that relates to the song. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, so it and that's that's kind of how it happened. We we were uh, Dave said I I have no idea. I don't know where I'm going with this. Or and I said, well, I can, I'll take I'll take a crack at it. And I'm not a lyricist at all, and you can probably tell by listening to the song. Um, but but Leslie helped me out on it. And we, we were throwing ideas back and forth. It's like, how silly can this be? How um, how disjointed can you make it? And it was pretty disjointed. But it was still funny and kept, like Dave said, kept with the vibe of Sedegiv. And if anybody knows the uh, uh, young Frankenstein, uh, they know that it's a very, it's funny, it's disjointed, it's, but it all makes sense somehow. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. given the, Sounds like <laughs> sounds like, uh, and uh, so it, you try you try to capture the vibe, uh, the comedy aspect of it, and you're sitting there going, "What?" But it's still funny, and it works. It just works because of uh, the song being about uh, you being on the fringe of, of mm-hmm. you know, madness in a way, yep. and you're like you and you're, you're hanging on to whatever you can, and then there it was, and then, and Dave's like, "That's it. Don't change the thing." Yeah, because okay. then you make it funny, like you're saying, like the humor part of it. You make it funny where they're like coming in, hey, the sleeves are on the front, with you know, with the jacket, some, <laughs> again with the jacket, not the jacket. Well, that's, that's, that's that's jacket. Song, okay. There's a mention of a of a straight jacket, yeah, in there. But um, that's the jacket you guys haven't seen yet, but I have it home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my yeah. and of course, speaking of like some of the best last lines in a song, when when I saw the last line in the song that they wrote. You know, <laughs> I just remember going, "What the hell is that?" But then I realized it was brilliant. Can you, the the yeah. Threnkel, Threnkel Wingnut. Where's my <laughs> Where's my ballad song? That Threnkel <laughs> Wingnut I stole. I stole that from uh, it was Tommy Mars in Zappa's band. And, oh, I like that face I got from Dave. Yeah, what? I don't remember. Threnkel wow. Wingnut. Uh, Tommy was uh, the keyboard player for, for Zappa's right. band, uh, right around 78 to 80 or something like that. Uh, he was on the Baby Snakes, uh, the Baby Snakes album mm-hmm. and a couple of other things. Uh, but Tommy did vocals on, I think it was, uh, was it Junkie on Vice, uh, on Vice Flexible? Oh, he- Tommy did vocals on that. And you hear at the end, he's playing his, his signature. Uh, mini Moog, uh, uh, that 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 French horn sound that he, he yeah. got that all that stuff, and at the end of I think it was Junkie. If I'm if I'm wrong, you know somebody you know hit me with a 
a sock full of butter. But if that's a good lyric too, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, so <laughs> Tommy, at the end that, of the that'll song, be in set of give too. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of, I think it was Junkie on on Vice Flexible Record. Uh, you hear him play this riff, and he's like, <laughs> and the very last line he says is "Thren Keld Wingnut, why not Reem? Thren Keld Wingnut, why not Reem? That was the very last line in that song. Oh my god, I gotta go listen. <laughs> Now, now I already know I'm wrong because the next song was Junkie. So it was whatever on Vice Flexible Record, whatever was right before Junkie. And I can't think of it right now. It's not Lovers Are Crazy, is it? No, no, it wasn't Lovers Are Crazy. Oh my goodness, it's going to bother me now. But anyway, so getting back to the point, the point was, well, this is beside the point, right? Yes, it is. (laughs) So, but getting back to the point of the lyric, I. Uh, I stole Thren Keld Wingnut from Tommy Mars. And then I added the uh, where, uh, Where's My Ballad song. Uh, me being, <laughs> where's My Ballad song? It's just so <laughs> I, I I took Kempo many years ago, and I'm, I, I was into weapons training, martial arts, and all that stuff. So the ballad song, was the, I, I love that knife. It's the, mm-hmm. the flip knife. <laughs> and so it's like... Because I originally, when I first heard you sing it, I thought you said, Where's My Parasol? And I just pictured you like that's sitting me, a little that's, yeah, good. And I'm walking down the street and, <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Um, but that's where it came from. I stole it from Tommy to call it sleep. Well, wait, call it sleep's yeah. instrumental. Oh, does he? Is it? At yeah, the he end? plays it at the end. Of, that's that's right. That's right. It's call it sleep. And I know this this uh, this video is all about us because everything should be. Um, but did you see the the, the clip of Vi post surgery yes. on his new song? I'm like, just stop, man, stop. He plays oh, better with one hand than I will with five. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's insane, and I mean that in the, in the nicest way. Yeah, yep. it's and it was beautiful. I, I love the uh, when he was doing his run and he hit the harmonic and oh, then yeah. reached, reached over with his left hand to to play the vibrato. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I got. Yeah, he just—he's just sitting there with this, with the, holding the guitar in this way, and he's like, "I got everything. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Good, thanks. Goodness. <laughs> the tabs will come out in the beginning. At the very top, it'll say, "Left hand only." Left hand only. Post surgery and. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the left right-handers. It's the fretting hand. Oh. The fretting. Ah, hand. good point. Good point. Because you could be playing left-handed or right-handed. I, I don't want to exclude you. Right. <laughs> Damn it! What the fuck? We got Jesus. Did you be potty? <laughs> no, my I don't know what the fuck happened. My phone like didn't want to work. <laughs> it did, but then Joe had me waiting in the waiting room like a fucking doctor. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about Steve Vai. We got we got sidetracked. I was like <laughs> enthralled. They were talking about uh, you'll see it on the recording there. <laughs> uh, Joe was trying to figure out that song Sedative, where he came up with the lyric, the last line from. And was, we went down a rabbit hole of trying to figure out what oh, we did. We did Steve Vai song you stole it from, or borrow, borrowed it. You borrowed, borrowed, right, right. right. Uh, the next the next song is. Uh, Here's a little something for you, Danny. It's actually, one of my, yeah. it's actually pronounced. Anybody want to take it? Job, job, Johnny. Joe. <laughs> There's a little something for you, Danny. <laughs> a little something for you, Danny. <laughs> yeah, but see, when I do it, it, it sounds like when I do it, it sounds like um, uh, Jack Nicholson. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is like Jay was talking about taxi. Um, this was just one of those instruments. Jen Hoist. Jen That sounded awesome. a lot like Fur Elise. <laughs> sounded like Fred Elise. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, She's lost control. <laughs> We knew it was going to happen, right, Joe? That's, okay. <laughs> That's why we, this should just be a, a weekly series of just talking about all this stuff. Um, it, so here's a little something for you, Danny. It was literally, it, um, oh, it's on computer now. I don't even have the piece of paper with me. But ever since um, my first instrumental CD, I was just like, I need lyric. I need, a, I need titles for my instrumentals. And I just never wanted to come up with, like, something. To, it's like, ah. And then since I'm a movie buff... Verbs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there it is. All my song titles since then for all my instrumental stuff have been lines or references to TV shows or movies. And so one of the uh, little instrumentals that I did for a taxi submission um, was based. Hey, do we have to clear that? No, we don't have to clear yeah, it because it's, like, no, it's, it's not even. It's not even. It's not even. But so I, that's so what I'm saying. We just play a different keys. <laughs> it's in a bunch of different keys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you it's play all different the notes. keys at the same time. Good. <laughs> play all right? I play all the keys. Um, <laughs> the, wasn't, uh, that line, wasn't that a line in something to scream? <laughs> Yeah, it's Guitar George. He plays all the chords. plays all the chords at the same time. Yeah. Excuse me. It's and chromatic resonance. You know, uh, uh, hit all the keys. His pooper. Oh my goodness. Hey, Archie needs poop in his pooper. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. He has a blue one and he has a gray one. How do you know which one is which? Uh-oh. Do you smell it? Star Wars had never told you about that. Because yeah, what, that's how you tell what's the front, what's the back of R two. You just wait. I guess you, you have to wait. wait. You gotta know whether you need to be able to know whether he's coming or going. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, oh, so we had this Blake one eighty two song, and it, it it didn't necessarily sound like a particular Blink one eighty two song, but but. Lyric title, there's a, a Blink-182 song that has a longer title, and I'm going down my list of all these movie references, and I'm like, here's a little something for you, Danny. I thought, ah, perfect. So I put that in there. And then, like with Sedegive, um, instead of changing the the title of the song to come up with lyrics, it's like, well, could I write a song about somebody named Danny? You know? And, be, and and then I thought, okay, well, I'll write a song about a, a girl named Danny. There's a Danny as a nickname, so that's why it's a D-A-N-N-I. And then, again, I just went, let me try to be all pretendy and try to pretend like I can write lyrics about something. And so it's just it's just this, you know... He uh, pretended really well. Yeah. Um, um, the, uh, the fake did is pretty much it. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, it's just a little story about uh, uh, somebody, like an elderly woman who just can't live with the fact that the, like her husband has passed, and you know, so it's it's one of the, it's it's actually the very serious song on the on the on the record. Um, but, do, you have, do you have a do you have a pipe and a smoking jacket to go with that as you tell the story? 
I do, <laughs> but again, in storage. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, but the the fun part was the fact that in the original demo, see, this is again why I wish I had the opportunity to have all my stuff at the ready. Um, the original demo in the breakdown section had like you know guitar stuff where left guitar would play something, the right guitar would play something, and I didn't want to really do that. And then I don't know if it was Carl that said, maybe do a bass solo or Or did we have the bass? Did you, did you start working on the bass solo before we went out? No, I didn't. I had nothing for the song. Okay. But that's what Carl said. Why not a bass solo? Yeah. Why and not so nothing? We mentioned earlier Go that ahead and was, give us a bunch of nothing. it's like a pop song, but you're doing a bass solo in the middle of a, a, a serious, like, yeah, there's mm -hmm. a story behind this song, ballad, if you will. And you throw in a little guitar solo, then keep going, then go to a bass solo. Yeah, this is something that I don't think we could ever reproduce live uh, because of the tuning that I put the bass in. There. Yeah, you did. That's yeah. I, I remember you were in the, in the live room, and we're just watching and listening. Like, playing, I'm like, okay, well, I want this harmonic. I want this note. I want these groupings of notes when I hit here. and all da, 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 da. So I went and retuned everything and got it's something that, that worked for me. I think it took me, it took me a few passes and... Uh, running around the, you know, the net that, that was outside, not the basketball thing. Right. <laughs> so right around that a couple of times, came back in, because I remember doing this a few times. You know, I went mm -hmm. in, I played, I'm like, no! And I, I'd run out, and I'd run around, and I'd come back and, no! And I'd run back out. It was that it was that character in Sesame Street, I'll never get it, never get it! <laughs> and that guy. And finally got it got it down, and it, and it was... Uh, it was a pastiche, if you would, of, of all these, all of my favorite bass players, uh, kind of, uh, their bags, their bags of tricks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, the harmonics here, the tapping here, the this, and the, the, the chordal thing. And, and it was just like, I was drawing from all of my favorite players. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put some Jocko here. I'll put the, you know, some Getty here and I'll put some Billy Sheehan here and, and it was uh, it, it came up with an interesting little solo, which I probably will never be able to recreate. <laughs> I, I love it. it. Again, it's one of those things where I, I still enjoy the song, but it, that's the icing on the cake. I love that part. It was. It was, yeah, fun. I, it was fun. I listened to it today, and I was telling John on the way over here. And I can get I, I get a rush vibe from Parliament. And oh it, yeah, it sounded. Sure. That was the first thing. It's like I could tell a band the way he was trying to do that. <coughs> I'm, I'm totally home there. Yeah, <laughs> but you can hear it uh, with all of us. I think you know, speaking, you know, not not really speaking for the guys, but they might agree that you can hear the the influences kind of yeah. come out in our playing, mm -hmm. which is cool. I mean, I like when somebody comes up to me and says, "I sound like someone," or. They, uh, uh, I'm reminding them of someone. I'm like, cool. That's a, that's a compliment to me. Yeah, because yeah, like, that's that's what I'm going for. I want to I want to sound <clears throat> eventually sound like me. But if I'm if I'm quoting or sounding like someone else that I admire or I revere, mm -hmm. oh, Paul, Paul, yep. then um, that that's that's an ultimate, the ultimate compliment for me. It's like, yeah, yeah, man, that was my vibe. That's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah, yep. that's a big compliment to give someone. Absolutely. I, I had a, uh, we had a Dustin Parker gig at Slice of Chicago. I remember this to this day. I don't oh know if goodness Jay was on it. Uh, I can't remember if you were playing with us at that time, Jay, but we were doing a Slice. I know it was Slice of Chicago because it was dead. 
and it was the first time I'd ever been there. And we did our tunes and stuff. We took a break. I went to go to the bar. Dude, where was that? Where was where was the uh, where was Slice? Because I'll try. I'll I'll see if I can remember remember whether Jay was there or not. I always got like panic phone calls at midnight. <laughs> I need you tomorrow. <laughs> you need to learn twenty songs for tomorrow. There's been a few of those. There's been a few of those. I have to no, look but I, I remember one of those Dustin Parker gigs probably on an aluminum trailer. Yes, so I had a couple a few of those. Yeah, a few of those. Um, this was yeah, this was in Slice Chicago. Took a break, went to the bar to have a coke and some uh, green olives, um, and. <laughs> and as I'm sitting there, the guy comes up and he goes, "Hey, just wanted to compliment you on your on your lead guitar playing." Like, oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. He goes, "I hear the Satriani influence. I hear the Vi." Uh, he goes, "I think you know." Mentioned a couple of players and all players I'm a huge fan of. He goes, "But I really hear Larry Carlton." And I turned and looked oh, at this guy cool. and I went, "In all of this rock stuff, you heard the Larry Carlton?" Because I heard the Larry. You're, you're wow. definitely a Larry Carlton fan, and I was. I shook his hand. I said, "That's one of the best compliments I've ever received." And yeah. he said, "Who's the boss, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a Larry Carlson song, right? Who's the boss, bitch? I never heard of that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Who's the boss, bitch? No, the the theme song for Who's the Boss. I was actually thinking the same thing. Larry Carlson has a song called Who's the Boss, bitch. <laughs> Did, I mean, you know what? We never know because Larry could have. He played on everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he might have been. Yeah. <coughs> um, you know, it, family ties and who's the boss is kind of swirling in my head right now. Yeah. Probably yeah. not a good. <laughs> who's the boss? <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> I just like who's the boss, bitch. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> Show me that smile. Uh, moving on up. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Finish with some No, but what was the other one? The uh, oh, I can't remember because that's that's another thing that I stumbled across as well. Too. You know, uh, I, I put that demo up on. Uh, on my YouTube channel. Wait, uh, wasn't that the Studio Dogs? Yeah, that was on Studio Dogs, yeah. where we did um, Barney, it was, uh, what, Barney Miller it? thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, right. we did the Barney Miller thing. We added, you know, I, I made sure to add the tag because you can't do it without the tag. Um, <laughs> that guy's not going to play wrong right guitar. What is hip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the, what is hip was really cool. And, and again, more Joe vocal killer stuff, and Jake uh, killing it on drum. Oh, that's what I wanted to make sure we make make uh, we make a point of. Set a give. Set a give. Oh my goodness! Yes. So we talked about the lyrics and 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 where the song came about. This was the the aspect of here we have a rock song. We need drum solo, and we have two sections two of it. Sections. And it, I just remembered all the talking about the rehearsals. Just every time you're working out your stuff, and it's just like, okay, this is going to be so good, and. <laughs> It is. It's. It's for me. I just. And then. Don't stop. You know, because again, the drums sounded so good at that. You know, on on the work well, on the album. Band. They were huge. And I, especially I, that track. Yeah. That track. The drums were gargantuan. And yeah. It just sounded so cool. And Jay played the snot out of it. I would love to be able to play it now, though. I mean, given the the time that has passed and like, you know. Well, all of us, you know, I mean, we're not the players that we were then. <laughs> no. but I'd like to have a, a 
Hopefully we're better. Get at it now. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we're we, we could see if we could hang it up or <laughs> keep going or like that's all. It's over. <laughs> um, yes, no. Sadiga uh, is one of my favorites, obviously, for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Um, I'm not exactly sure when that came around. Uh, came around like uh, year wise, but it seemed like it came like with a bunch of different clumps of tunes. Like we're yeah, saying, those, those are the taxi tunes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Big Ferrari. But yeah, it was it was and and the timing was good because even because it was funny because the taxi listing was they need instrumental tunes that sound like this 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 and I basically like you were saying took those exact song examples tweaked them so that they would be instrumental tunes almost identical to the style of the what the listing wanted and then they came back and they went yeah it's not it doesn't really sound like the songs that songs that they're looking for and it's like uh you could almost take me to court on the fact that they sound no, but <laughs> you know what i know that happened i know that happened at least once to where you got a note to where it said we don't want it to sound so close. Yeah, I, I still have it. one at least. I still have it, and ironically, the weird part was it was sent to me on blue paper. The the, the, the feet, yeah, it, you know, just you get the letter back saying, "Hey, I'm pretty sure it was blue paper. Maybe the listing was on a blue paper." But I remember getting the letter back going, "So I was, I did the job too well." <laughs> okay, fine. You know, but then again, things happen for a reason. Then the 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 bump CD opportunity comes up, and it's like I need tunes, and I went, "Wait a minute." I got tunes, and so yep. Sedegev is basically a paraphrasing of, of Creed. Yeah, so was uh, uh, Angels Come Down, but um, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. No, 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 not Creed. No, no. Angels Come Down was Every Rose. Every Rose, <laughs> but I, I tried to make it because you know it has the. Um, I mean, it actually has the. No, you know what? Wait, 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 wait before you go. I remember we were at that Wednesday night gig in Joliet, right? And we went launched into that song, and and I think it dawned on me at that point. And here we are, like three years after or two years after recording the CD. I turn and I look at Dave, and then he he could tell that it just, it fi he finally got. Right. Got it because, yeah, and I'm looking dead in the eye, and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" I was like, "It took me that long to figure out where it came from." And, and, I, and I spoke incorrectly. It wasn't Creed. It was uh, uh, three eleven because I wanted uh, said to give to be like you know. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's up to another step, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now you lost it. We... It's major seven. I, I believe it's a major seven to a dominant seven. <laughs> yeah, half step. Something like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's deep. No. It's I think you're playing the, I think you're playing the second now. and third chord. You need to find the first chord. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> just stop now. <laughs> we need to... But the funny part is, I had chords. The the uh, so not just not those. Yeah. <laughs> give ended up you know, the, uh, um, <laughs> has the you know the big heavy stuff uh, in the in the start of the tune, and then I had you know 
Am I sleeping or am I awake? Yeah. So I did the 311 type of vibe there. You know, and then I just remembered, you guys will remember as well, Carl's like, uh, uh, uh. And I said, it's basically like the vibe of the 311 tune. And then Carl suggested, just go to sus chord. So, and I think, oh, I'm and at Ooh. first I'm like, I want my jazzy chord. And then the more I'm listening <laughs> yeah. to, to the to the vocal, because Joe was doing like vocal cues as we were just playing the tracks. I'm going, yeah, that's why you hire a great uh, producer because he's able to go. I think we could make the. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Especially a guy that was in Super Tramp and all this other stuff. It's like yeah. he's been all the different genres. We're we're talking about all these different genres of things that you guys have touched yeah. on, Rush and Creed and Three Eleven and all this stuff. It's like somebody that can harness all that. Yeah, and, and he did. He did that well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Which, um, oh, we're not there yet, but because uh, I'll mention, we'll obviously mention what how it's not unusual came about. Um, but uh, but yet. Yeah, uh, uh, so I had to give the, here's another little something for you, Danny. And what else? And we talk, I was I was wondering if we wanted to break this into two parts and have you guys come back and talk about the instrumentals and the covers and stuff and find some more and maybe the outtakes or something if you guys want to. We've already been going for like two hours here, I think. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's my time marker? Yeah. I don't know. Holy cow! See, time, time flies when you're having fun or your pants are on fire. I love that. <laughs> you love yeah, like, pants like when you're having fun yeah. with your pants. Uh, yeah, no, it's just the having fun, <laughs> having the fun part. Um, uh, oh, speaking of pants, <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. That's the stand core together. What was that? Vito Lovejoy. Oh man, is that a real? That's not a real. I don't know. What is that? Oh my god. You don't. Did I, just wow. Did I, I like to you? get uncomfortable with. Yeah. Get uncomfortable with Vito Lovejoy. Um, so, however you want to do it, Joe. Yeah. And that's how you end a podcast right there. I mean, you can't beat that. We can't go any further story. than that. Uh, yeah, if you guys it. want to, uh, to jump back on, we can. I mean, the whole year is the 15th anniversary, right? So we can just. Do this again in September or something if we have to, if we got a schedule problem or whatever. Well, how about this? Joe, you see what you can find picture, oh, pictures and stuff video wise. Yeah. Um, check check the folders can. They might be in there. Um, the um, I'll I'll go get the because again I know exactly as, as much as everything I have is in storage right now. I know exactly you know what it is. Yeah, because you know my OCD. I've got office boxes. And I know where all the the, uh, uh, the bump album tracking stuff is, all the charts and stuff. Um, I'll pull out the uh, everything that um, you know the guys wrote down there, and somewhere we've even got pictures. Uh, I don't, but I don't know what computer hard drive they're on. Of you know all the bump <laughs> chump uh, variations, um, but that would be cool to to get all that stuff, and then I'll also find the demos too. Yeah, get some demos and we'll go we'll go over like the outtakes the last two tracks on here are like these silly outtakes and your your can I, can I, can I make Dave <clears throat> with with a very very uh, uh, one another favorite Carl Verheyen stories absolutely but it's not it's not a studio story it's a Nam story uh, you tried to set it up for Dave Dave when you guys took a walk and you were walking around and uh, you had heard that guitar player he was trying out a guitar do you remember what Oh, but, uh, <laughs> oh the, Carl, the Carl said the shredder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude. Okay. But now, which one? Because there's uh, well, the 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 T one. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys shredding up a storm. Something I could never play. <laughs> just kind of shredding up away. I'm walking with Carl, and we're, we hear the guy, and we're walking past, and the guy's doing his thing in the NAM booth, and he's shredding away. And then Carl just leans over, and he goes, <laughs> I'll do it in the microphone, so it's real. It's effective. He goes, tiny. <laughs> tiny. Tiny. <laughs> and somewhere, oh, maybe I can find this to bring to the, to the table. Somewhere, I still have Tiny C. Uh, oh my goodness! So, well, if, if I it, I know I have it, there's no question. But I th- I don't know if it's in the same office box. But um, <laughs> I'm just picturing his face glued to uh, Elvis's. Right, just for just for reference, so the people know what we're talking about. Yeah. We we dubbed Carl Verheyen Tiny C because I don't know how we ended up. We were in love with with Elvis at the time, and the whole like you know look at that. Uh, oh, Rob Schneider was doing. Yes, tiny yes. e, yeah, on on yeah. SNL, yeah. yeah. So of course we were just like stupid with that, right? Yeah. So then Dave literally found a tiny Elvis with jumpsuit and the whole bit, <laughs> and and it was on the console for the entire recording. But Dave, being Dave, took it a step further and got a tiny little picture of Carl, just his face, rubber bandit, rubber bandit to to Elvis's face. <laughs> So you got Elvis's body like this, and it's Carl's face. Wow. The whole Tiny C. <laughs> and to this day, every so often when I email the guy, I'm just like, hey, Tiny C, what's up? You know? <laughs> he, it's nice to know that you, someone like that just still enjoys that, that laugh. Let me throw this out there. Oh. This is going to be a 25-part series. You know? Uh-oh. Let me ask Carl if he might want to join us the next time. Absolutely. Would not add I was, I was cool. Yeah, I was going to try to like talk to you guys ahead of time and say, "Hey, is there anybody else that could jump in?" And I was trying to see if some, like I said, John couldn't make it, or there's a few other people that we all know together that could have jumped in. But yeah, definitely, so, so, if you want to see if Carl wants it. Even if we could just get him in for a few minutes, you know? Yeah. Just to to because he, he's that kind of guy. Look, um, uh, this is probably this is outside of the course of the album, but um, uh. There's a, a, a jazz fusion like group getting put together, and they asked me if I'd like to kind of play on some stuff. Um, you know, when we get back out to playing live, I said that'd be fun. They said well, we want to do these tunes. They gave me this list, and one of the songs was "Actual Proof" by uh, Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl on his website, who has he has a guitar academy where he teaches lessons. He said the hardest song I ever had to learn, "Actual Proof" by Herbie Hancock. And I'm like, well, what that's if it's hard for him, it's <laughs> so I messaged him and said, "Hey, by the way, I just you know I might be doing this little band project side thing, and they're doing actual proof." Carl, the first thing he says back, "You want to do like a little free Skype lesson? I'll walk you through it." Yeah, yeah let's do that. Sure. And then we're on, you know then we're on Skype for like an hour, just joking around, but you know he walked me through the the meter stuff and all that. But so something tells me he might be like, "Yeah, I could yeah. spare a few minutes." You know, wouldn't that be bad. Really yeah. yeah. And yeah, here, here I am thinking, yeah, that's cool and all. So what time signature is it in? <laughs> well, it's four. four now here, here's the quick, if you want it. Um, the, 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 Carl, we were at NAM, we were at uh, having dinner. Herbie Hancock sits, sits, next, sits behind Carl at the next table. Carl tells this story about actual proof and how it was the hardest song he ever had to learn. And he says there's a breakdown section at the end of the head where he can't tell. In the, in the charts, if you go to the real book, it's like, Four, four, five, four, three, four, which would really just be four, three measures of four. 
So he said he always wanted to ask him. So it, it, here was me watching Carl Verheyen be a fanboy, and he's like, I, I, I want to go ask him. And, he, and he's like, nah, nah, I'll leave him. I'm like, I'm like no, 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 you're going to go ask him because I've been in that position way too many times. But I get to push you into that. Yeah. So he got up when they were leaving, turned around, and he, said, and he had actually opened up for them at the Hollywood Bowl at one point. And Carl started to talk to him. He says, I don't know if we, we played in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, he, and I, you see him, and I, we can't hear the conversation because we're you know, kind of giving their space. And Carl's clearly asking him, and then you see Herbie Hancock go, <laughs> and we're like, what? So Carl, and he's like, oh, great, thank great. They give a hug, and Carl comes back, and we said, what? He goes, he says it's in four. So even the charts say it's that, but so Carl's lesson on his website had, here's the chart that everyone sees, here's the chart that I wrote out in four. It doesn't matter. It's how long you play it, you know, how, how you play through it. And uh, <laughs> it was just kind of like, Man, even that man is having difficulty with some tunes, so yeah. it, it makes you feel like he's yeah. human. He's human. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly, exactly. He's human. So, and again, I think he'd probably get a little kicked out of it. I'm sure he, he his thing would be like, well, let's just try to find a day and a time, um, yeah. you know. But uh, even if we can just get him in for a few minutes to say a couple of words, and you know, I want to ask him if he still has that Porsche bought. <laughs> you remember when we when we were there? Yeah. He just took delivery for that. That's that right. Uh, he did. I don't know if that was the time where we we actually got to go his, to his house for barbecue and swimming. That was that's where we first met Jeffrey. Yeah. See now yeah, that yeah, there, yeah. there's that whole thing about the week itself. You know, just going into car. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for next time. But just yeah. but just remind me to here's uh, here's the teaser. Here's, yeah. here's the teaser. Here's the teaser. You have to remind yeah. me to tell the story. At my embarrassment, about when we left his house after having dinner, and we knew we had a good hour drive down the mountain to get back to the hotel, and I'm like, uh, I don't feel I so good. Go. Oh no! <laughs> but it's hysterical because then it has to do with Jay's phone, and it's 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 a, it's one of those stories where you wouldn't believe it, and it's totally embarrassing to me, but it's so funny. So we'll save that for next time. Awesome. Yeah. I'll email Carl. Tell him about all this. See what we sure, can, you know, yeah. what kind of response we can get, and that would be awesome. Because I'm going to start it, digging yeah, for stuff. Yeah, and I'll put it out that little like graphic I made about hey, you got any stories? If any of your friends or anybody watching this mm -hmm. has something they want to add to the conversation, or a memory, or a you know a video, or a message for these guys, we want to send it out to you. We'll put send it to our email address btpod at gmail .com, or Excuse me. You can call the phone number 608-728-7763. I'll just fit that in there. But and I'll put the graphic up in front of our faces here mm -hmm. for a second. We don't want to cover our faces for too long. But no, we uh, this is this is this is good stuff. I'm glad this came about, and yeah. we're celebrating this because again, it's one of the albums we always liked. And yeah, if you, so anybody out there watching this, if you want to buy this album, DaveBenziger.Bandcamp.com. You can bump album and you can sit six six bucks right now or more if you want to give donate more and i mean yeah we'll we'll definitely dive in on a part two of this and talk about some more stories again the, the instrumentals the, the the cover songs and the, the, the outtakes some, some more outtakes and stuff so yeah. Thanks again, guys, for, for joining right, us. Thank for you, this. Joe. Thank you for having us. I'm glad we put this together. And yeah, we'll keep it going. Tony. Yeah, thank you, Tony.
I gotta thank Tony's jacket. Yeah. Everybody must say thanks to Tony's jacket before they leave. The <laughs> um, jacket was sleeping in the corner though. <laughs> yeah, he's, it needs he's a rest for you. Yeah, needs a rest. But yeah, thanks, guys. Happy Pie Day, everybody. We yep. didn't we didn't yeah, really man. dig in. We didn't get to even talk about our pies. We're so <laughs> invested in bump, but. Go buy the album if you can. Check them out. These guys are great. And uh, thanks for thanks again for for jumping in on us. And we'll uh, let us we'll know talk what's to up, you. man. We'll talk to you some more. Yep. yep. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. Later. Thanks, Bye. boys. You know, R two D two butthole one more. His pooper. <laughs> <laughs>